Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Ra. I hope that this episode finds you well, as always. I hope that you are having a beautiful day when I am speaking to you. It's Monday. There are blue skies, chilly air. It is a beautiful day. I hope that you've taken time today to close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. I hope you've taken time to move your body, to hug yourself, to nourish your body. Today, we have on our first guest, my sister Kendall is joining us. She is an incredible person. She's been my best friend for as long as I can remember. Kendall and I just returned back from a yoga retreat over the weekend, and it was incredible, to say the least. It flipped my world upside down. And we're going to tell you all about it. I wanted to do a bit of an introduction before Kendall comes to join us. I hope that this audio is good. I got a microphone, aka Kendall had one in her room from someone else and is letting me use it. But yes, I hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope that you learn something. And that you enjoy hearing our stories. So thank you. Okay, here we are. Today, Kendall and I am joining you from our back deck. It's beautiful and sunny out. Our cats are wandering in and out. Our neighbors may or may not be blowing their fallen leaves. (laughs) But you may just get a little extra background noise. So here is Kendall. Hi, I'm Kendall. I'm Raleigh's sister. We're like a year and a half apart, and I'm really happy to be here to be the first guest on Rara's podcast. And I'm really excited to share our experiences from this weekend with you guys. Um, just a little bit about me. I'm 22, and I started my spiritual journey when I was 16. So I've been on this path for a while. And this past year has been a super deep dive for me to explore the true depths of myself and continue my evolution, which is always happening for every one of us. So I'm really happy to be here and I'm excited to share that with you guys. I also founded the Goddess Inc. movement um, with one of my friends and... You guys should hit us up on Instagram if you're interested. We're essentially a collective of enlightened beings where we offer like resources and guides and opportunities for spiritual people and artists and creatives to share their work and connect with other people on the same path. There's a lot more to it, but just to give you guys a little intro, that's just a little snippet of what I do. So yeah. Yeah, so like Kendall said, um, she started on the spiritual journey when she was 16, and when she was 16, I was 14, 
And throughout when we were in high school together, she taught me a lot about what she was learning, just little things here and there on our car rides to and from school. We just started asking questions and realizing that there's so much more to the spiritual realm, to ourselves and our souls, than maybe the one path we had been raised by. Um, this weekend was the first time we had really been exposed to a community of very like-minded people on their own spiritual journeys. Um, at least that's true for me. I know Kendall has taken spiritual classes and has pretty spiritual friends, but this was the time where we realized that there is a community that wants to go on this spiritual endeavor as a community and we have spent most of our learning alone so i feel like this is just kind of a turning point for us wouldn't you agree yes i do agree just so you guys know we were with the mindful servant institute um in atlanta and they're also in athens if you're a Georgia resident or a UGA student and even know where that is but um, they're a really amazing um, group of people who have like a yoga school mixed with service where they have food for lives which helps to provide food and clothes and all of those sort of things to homeless people in Atlanta and in Athens and they're just doing really really amazing stuff and it was really cool to explore all of that with them and get to know who they were we had literally no clue like who these people were or what the mindful servant institute even really was until like the end of the weekend i think we finally had like a better understanding um it's a bhakti yoga group and bhakti means love so the focus is more on being a servant and constantly channeling that unconditional love um while connecting and opening up your mind body spirit by practicing yoga breath work meditation um connecting with other people on the path and helping to serve your community and the people around you and it's just a really interesting balance that we did not expect and didn't really understand how all the pieces flowed together Mm -hmm. but um I think the biggest thing that I noticed was like I went to do yoga like I thought this is a yoga retreat I'll be doing like two or three classes a day lots of meditation it'll be super cool and the focus was not entirely on yoga I felt like it was more on the people in the community there was just so much time to really connect with the people around us and everyone really is embodying this openness and this frequency of unconditional love where you can just tell there's no judgment there's really just this sense of like presence and kindness and love that exudes from every individual and that was a really special experience for me that I did not expect Mm -hmm. whatsoever (laughs) yeah we definitely went into this weekend quite blindly (laughs) and confused we were like talking on the drive up there and we were like wait what do they do like who is this group um my friend melissa shout out melissa um sent me this like weekend retreat um 
because she's been on one of them before and she's worked with Food for Lives and volunteered with them. And I was so confused how it all tied together, but I was really interested. So we kind of just went in like super blindly, like Raleigh said, and we didn't really know what to expect. But I think that we received a lot more than we even anticipated. Yeah, so um, like Kendall said, we went in thinking that it was going to be a very intense yoga weekend. And it was all about the community and spending time with each other. There were about 27 people there of all different ages, different backgrounds, and from all throughout Georgia, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And this weekend was really for their graduation from the five months, the past five months they've spent in a yoga training, yoga teacher training. Um, And... That was a really inspiring moment, seeing them graduate and hearing everyone's testimony. But before we get there, I think that it would be interesting to talk about how we went into the weekend. Like Kendall said, we went in blindly, but we went in very open-minded. And let's talk a bit about that first night, the first morning, and then kind of see where our minds shifted to really feeling this intense love and intense gratitude and intense welcoming from the community to us um I guess like the first night we did kirtan um which is basically like ecstatic movement and chanting um different mantras um and there's like musical instruments and people are but first it's funny Kendall and I were the very first people there oh yeah (laughs) just side note they were like program starts at five and I'm a very prompt person I do not like to be late I like to be 10 minutes early so I started freaking out I will happily show up 30 minutes late especially to a group event I was like Raleigh we are gonna be so late we need to tell them we need to email them literally we were the first people there people didn't show up till way after us we were like oh yeah this is way more chill than we thought it was gonna be we showed up well first we had spent the prior two days wondering about the schedule wondering about the planning and we show up and the hosts were like yeah we thought you'd guys be the first people here because <laughs> everybody like knows each other really well so they were like the girls that don't know what's up are definitely gonna get here first they don't understand that we really are just like a family that flows really easily together and they're on yogi time that's what they kept calling it just everything probably happens two hours after it was planned (laughs) it happens when it's meant to yeah um okay but back to kirtan yes so kirtan was super super cool and i've heard of this um from my friend melissa she told me about like different events they do like every i think like friday night or something Mm -hmm. um where they do kirtan i've always been like let's go let's go let's go and it never happened um but it's always like how it's meant to be so i i trust that but it was really cool um we just started singing these different chants with everyone sitting in a circle and they're all um in sanskrit so you don't really know how to pronounce things or like what you're saying but luckily like monk that was there kind of helping and guiding um explained to us like the meanings and things like that but it was super fun everyone is just like truly connecting with one another and I've had experience with like chanting before and I've noticed whenever I chant I start to go into a very meditative state I kind of feel like above my body and 
I am just flowing really and I'm just letting this song kind of come out of my body and see what this energy welcomes into my life and as I do that this like it's just a lot of movement your body just flows super freely it's definitely like a form of meditation and it's super cool and we were just having a great time and we got up and danced and some girls were just pulling us up dancing around it's super fun everyone's just like jumping up and down and singing and clapping and there really is no judgment and I think you can feel that openness um and that kind of stuff can be intimidating to do. Just like get up and dance with like people you don't even know in this like small circle in a cabin yeah, in the and woods. You're on everyone's toes and you're trying to move around. Yeah, it can be intimidating. Um, but it was super fun. And at least for like Raleigh and I, we've always been dancers. And our dad was always like, if there's music, you dance. So we danced at like <laughs> restaurants and anywhere there was music. So it wasn't that unfamiliar to in us. But parks everywhere. Yeah, it was super fun to connect with those people and just be so freely yourself and just open up that door to be your most authentic self in this moment and it was really a an interesting bonding experience in the car Kendall and I were both kind of like we're starting with Kirtan like is everyone just gonna be shaking everything going crazy just screaming and dancing like is that really are we gonna be comfortable doing that with all these strangers but then it was just so peaceful and everybody was just there um some people had their eyes closed different people were playing different instruments but everybody was just sitting together with this union and this energy was just circulating and flowing so purely um and one guy kept saying like when you sing from the heart it just sounds so much better so Mm -hmm. everyone really try to sing from your heart and then when these girls pulled us up and started dancing we were trying like dance from our heart and let our souls be open and it it allowed for us all to go to bed that night, I think, feeling more comfortable with each other and mm-hmm. allowed us to absolutely feel welcomed. We were the new girls. Yeah. We didn't know anyone. And these couple hours that we spent chanting and dancing and creating sound and music was really beautiful and a really welcoming way to start the weekend. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So that night we went to bed um everybody was piled in bunk beds yeah, Raleigh and I had to share a bed <laughs> we shared a bed and we were giggling at night and then the next morning we woke up and we had yoga that morning we uh, it was our first bhakti yoga class well it's like yo- it's yoga asanas or something yoga. like that well asana means posture oh so it was really just like a a series of postures they're not set um in a specific continuous order like, if you know Bikram Yoga is the same postures every single time for a certain amount of time, same order. But this was just different postures that our guide, I guess, sensed everybody could benefit from. We did heart openers, shoulder openers, um, hip openers, massage like our internal organs and stretched on our backs. So I think the class probably lasted around... I don't know. I think we were in the yurt. There was a yurt <laughs> for about two hours and maybe a little more than an hour of that was the yoga and you get in these asanas and you hold it. And and that was what was tough was like holding it because I do like vinyasa yoga where you're moving through each position super quickly. So you don't have to really find the strength to hold every pose, which is sometimes beneficial because I can't hold it. I just need to like keep it's moving. It's like beneficial. a little dance. Um, 
but holding each pose and like really letting your muscles open up was definitely a new challenge and at least for me I was kind of like uh I wanted to work out afterwards <laughs> we were a bit like annoyed I don't know we went into our room and we were like why wasn't yoga a flow but what was up with that Raleigh and I are very physical people who really like workouts so when I'm like okay I'm gonna go to yoga like I even though I am flowing and relaxing and opening up in it I am still very much working my body and I'm sweating a lot and I like the pace of it so to be super slow and just like be connecting to you each muscle and like opening it up further was something I hadn't done before and it was kind of confusing to me I was like wait is this really yoga I'm so confused what how this is yoga it's not any yoga I know but I think that it's something that in the future is going to be super beneficial to like really connect with each posture and the meaning of it and what muscles or organs or what it really does for each particular chakra how it opens you up how you hold different like stress and trauma on your body and focusing on postures and like the meaning behind them is something I'm really excited to learn more about through bhakti yoga so Mm -hmm. we were confused but in the end it was all right (laughs) yeah we were confused and just maybe a bit taken aback by that um but you know that night and then the next day I was reflecting back on that class and thought no that was actually really beneficial I needed that that morning and I needed the lessons and I do need to continue practicing these lessons um of holding these postures of breathing deep into those muscles and getting that opening stretch um and it's exciting to learn something new like that Mm -hmm. um so then after yoga we had a pretty chill day we dipped our feet in some icy cold water and that was fun people were swimming in it in their underwear just diving in and and the boys were lifting rocks and trees just like boys always just doing do. weird boy things like making unnecessary dams in the creek but <laughs> it's cute it was super fun it was a really nice experience just to like be outside connecting with people and connecting with Gaia and starting fresh cleansing ourselves all of that yeah this was in the beautiful in the mountains it was cold and beautiful fresh air and good water so then that night we had the ceremony which was just a really big uh, turning point for me and my reflecting on my life if you listen to my last episode I was talking all about how 2020 was so amazing for me how much I learned how much I grew and sitting in that ceremony I took a step back and I thought to myself oh my gosh I do not know as much as I thought I did Mm -hmm. it was like so humbling for me to hear these other people's experience with the past five months that they've spent in this bhakti yoga training they learn about meditation they learn about the asanas in the yoga and they learn about service and opening up their hearts and and then the person gave a testimony and it was just really incredible yeah it was really cool to hear everyone's experiences and I think it really intrigued me I was like what are these people learning what could they possibly be talking about at these like meetings that they're having I'm so intrigued I'm so interested and Mm -hmm. I want to 
learn whatever they're learning and um, I'm really interested in and I was just really like proud of all of them even Mm -hmm. though I didn't even know them I was like you guys are obviously so incredible for going on this journey with yourself and to do it with this community seems so amazing and everyone truly was just had the sweetest things to say about one another and about the program and it was a really beautiful experience and it definitely offered me like similar to Raleigh a new perspective on like I do not know what these people are talking about and I want to figure it out I don't know what they're learning but I'm really interested and I think it's something that I could benefit from as well Um, I think also just being in a group is really beneficial when you're on your spiritual journey and that's something that I've been creating with Goddess Inc is like a community of people that you can share your experiences with or your questions or your concerns or whatever it is on your journey there's so many moments where you can feel alone or confused and all of that and I think for me I was like the next step for me in my journey would be to connect more with people that are are on a similar place in their journey and create like a sort of community aspect um so to be able to experience this community that's already like established I was like this is so beautiful that you guys all connect with each other this way and that Mm -hmm. you're growing so deeply they were like I don't even know who I was five months ago I'm like what the hell are you talking like what are you learning I want to know yeah yeah absolutely I think that something that we talked a bit about on the drive home was entering a community of people that are like you in the sense of this spiritual journey can be really intimidating because you really just have to surrender to being a student Mm -hmm. and asking for help and asking for guidance and I think that something for me that I realized on this weekend was that all of these people graduating that were saying all these amazing things about their personal growth and their surrendering to life is that they were all part of this group with a leader that had them partake in all of these different aspects of life as a community that I've missed out on so far with my spiritual journey being pretty internal and I found it so inspiring and this morning I was thinking about it and I just kept saying to myself like don't say it's scary but I'm doing it because that's giving yourself a boundary just say I'm doing it and I'm excited and Mm -hmm. I'm letting go and I'm entering and that's just been something that's been on my mind yeah I think that um being on a spiritual journey and just a journey of like deepening your relationship with yourself requires so much vulnerability and it really opens you up to the depth of your being and that is super hard to face whether you're alone or you're with people it is so hard to face those like deepest parts of yourself or the traumas you've experienced to go back to that space and feel those all over again in order to heal them is very very hard so if you've been doing that you should totally applaud yourself right now and give yourself a little pat on the back because it is not easy and being in a group at least for me I'm a Leo so it's really hard to be vulnerable and take my pride out of the equation and just fully open up um, and let people in and so seeing that they were so 
able to be open and still feel supported and accepted by this community was a really beautiful thing to witness. Just as an outsider, I was like, I'm so happy for these people that they can go on that journey and experience the depths of themselves with other people and know that they're still loved and supported no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that they're always like pushed to keep exploring because that's something Raleigh and I were talking about is like when you're on your own journey, you kind of like pick and choose when you get to pick up on your journey and when you get to kind of like drop it and be like, eh, I want to focus on other things right now. And that's why some people I think get super into spirituality and then fall off and then come back around when they feel called and it's all in divine accordance. So if that's you, it's meant to be that way and like you can't judge yourself for it. Um, But when you're with a group and you're really (laughs) like not I don't want to say forced but you're really like supposed to open up and you continue to like break down those barriers within you're being held accountable to continue to deep dive with yourself um Mm -hmm. and that's really honestly kind of intimidating but really amazing that you're held accountable and you're never judged and you're always accepted so you're continuously pushing yourself deeper and deeper and deeper within and as you do that you evolve higher and higher with this group of people by your side you're supported yeah what did you just say um I thought of something and then you continued talking and it slipped oh. my mind <laughs> Sorry. that's okay no it was good um it'll come back to you if it's meant to Oh, that's what I was talking about. Oh. Um, the divine timing of all these people finding this community. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's true for us as well. Um, for the past two years, I guess, that I've really been diving deeper into myself and really experienced a lot of growth. I've wanted that to be alone. And I've wanted that to be introspective. And I think that there's a bit of fear associated with that and me wanting to kind of keep that into myself and not quote-unquote burden that with other people but that's my own mindset and that's a mindset that I'm shifting but I think that seeing this community I was able to open my eyes and realize that this is something that I want and that I don't think that I would have that same response if I had gone on this weekend maybe a year ago or even six months ago. If I had gone on this weekend, I would have said, yeah, maybe I'll join them one day when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And if you're wondering, like, well, you know, I'm really not ready to, like, surrender to a community or surrender to, like, a few months of my life being dedicated to, like, an internal deep dive, then that's okay just continue working on yourself and then you'll be ready when you are you'll know when it's time to shift your journey in different ways and that can just be small things like I'm interested in learning mudras I've been practicing mudras for a couple months you know and that's a new element to your journey or just changing the way that you meditate and adjusting it Mm -hmm. or opening up to different people or letting go of people that aren't helping your journey you'll know when it's time to shift different things in your journey and it will happen so naturally there may be moments where your conscious mind kind of comes through and is like i have trouble letting go of these people or this these habits or these situations or these narratives that i've been living with but know that like your conscious mind is always going to try and like 
confuse you or like make you backtrack which is part of the balance of being a human and you just have to utilize that as a tool you can't judge yourself for having those thoughts they just come because you're a human it's part of the human experience it's so normal you're just using your brain it's literally working how it's meant to (laughs) when you have those moments of doubt it just comes up how it's supposed to I think that this idea of releasing these maybe standards that we hold in our head, these boundaries that we hold in our head and surrendering to the path or the truth or whatever's in front of you that you desire, surrendering to that and allowing that to come to you has a lot to do with what today is, which is um, the winter solstice. It is also the great conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. And a lot of people on today specifically are just talking a lot about releasing what no longer serves you and cleansing yourself to welcome in what you desire in that space you've created. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that what we did Sunday morning, which was detached breathing, breathing of detachment. Breath of detachment. Breath of detachment had was a really good opportunity to kind of let things come up and let them go so we should explain breath yeah, work that's where i'm going okay okay i just wanted to make sure you can explain it if you want no you got it um so breath work is a way to tap into different areas of your subconscious and allow that energy to come up to be transmuted and felt and eventually released so I've had one experience with, I mean, I've had a couple breathwork experiences, but like very intense breathwork practices I had had once. And then we did it for my second time and Raleigh's first time um, at the retreat, which was super cool. It's kind of a form of like circular breathing. Um, You're like breathing in very, very deeply through your nose and like forcefully exhaling through your mouth. But I would just like to say you should not practice intense forms of breath work like that alone um it's really important that you have like a guide or um someone around you it's easy to go into like uh like a panic attack kind of state when you're breathing like that um so just don't try this at home <laughs> unless you have like a breathwork guide or facilitator that's helping you in the process i don't want anyone if to be hurt if you're interested to in what we're going to talk about. Um, there are plenty of breath work and meditation classes at different yoga studios and stuff um, that are always open. Yes, definitely get a guide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but also doing breath work in a group was super, super powerful. Um, we really did create a, a vortex in a portal, which was super special to experience. Um, and we basically all were in like a circle and we all started on this breath work journey truly we all started going into the breath and as we progressed it was just like your whole body is shaking at least for me I'm like my whole body is moving in crazy ways I'm like singing I'm yelling I'm I hear people crying I hear people like stomping their feet and shouting um and then connecting back to the breath um and so what um Monk told us is that when you do this type of breathing and you open your lungs to full capacity under your lungs and kind of like near your heart there that's where like a lot of your subconscious um, 
lies and so different feelings and thoughts and traumas they're all kind of held in that space so when you open your lungs to full capacity and you open your chest up you're really revealing that subconscious and it has the chance now to move up into your conscious mind and to be felt in every cell of your body in order to be released so this breath work really opened us up to healing and working through whatever is in your subconscious and people had amazing um testimonies and just experiences from this um breathwork practice so it was a really special experience to feel in the group um and i really enjoyed the acceptance and confidentiality of it that you know that what you share is to be shared with those people and not anyone else and that your words are heard and felt and appreciated by those people and they're not shared anywhere else it's just purely that experience is for you and for those people that you're with and that's just super special it was super special i kept asking i was talking to these two guys the night before um while we were eating dinner and i was asking them so like what was your last experience with breath of detachment i'm excited like what can i expect and they were like you just have to do it Like, I really, I can't tell you. Just my only bit of advice is be comfortable when you start and just breathe the whole time and just allow whatever to happen, whatever happens to happen. Um, And like Kendall was saying, people were screaming and crying and the confidentiality of this space was so accepting on the rules of this bhakti yoga group are confidentiality no judgment and no religion and the no judgment part this is where I felt the no judgment part um after the breath work I was crying and these girls walked over with tissues and just like tapped me on the shoulder and handed me some tissues while we were talking and I was just like oh thank you um and I didn't ask for that and they just came over and comforted me and did that and then this lady was just holding me while I was crying. And while we were supposed to be sharing other stories and it was her opportunity to share and she was just holding me while I was crying instead. And there was no judgment at all. And it was just peace and just so accepting of everybody at their point in their journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it, at least for me, when I came out of that uh, meditation and practice, I was looking around and I was kind of just like overwhelmed with this realization and it's like of course we realize this we know this but sometimes you just get overwhelmed with like the presence of life and I just felt in that present moment like looking around I was like wow we are really all humans just out here trying to figure it out and there really is no room to judge one another there is no room for projecting or any of that or shame Shame. or guilt or like I said earlier putting like burdens on people by sharing something that's important to me Mm -hmm. there's no room for that there it's just the pure energy and the pure love of acceptance yeah it was super powerful to come out of my own experience and see other people who were also moved in so many different ways and I'll never truly know what other people experienced during their practice I'll only ever know what I really experienced and I think that in itself is super powerful and very very magical and really kind of creates more of a relationship with yourself because 
only I fully know what I experienced or what emotions or whatever happened to me during that um, breathwork practice and only you truly know what happened to you and I think that that is a truly like powerful and magical experience to have mm-hmm. and to just have like for all of life like just to know that you can tap into that part of yourself at any moment and that's something that I really like this is a side note now but just about meditation is like I know that I can tap in at any moment and I think that some people are like sometimes I when I find myself apprehensive to meditate or just like putting it off is when I know I need to do it most I'm like well why am I putting this off there's obviously something that I don't feel like facing or I don't feel like working through I should just go lay down go meditate and see what comes up and it literally takes like 10 minutes <laughs> like at least for me but I've I've never really had trouble with meditating and I know that it's really hard for some people and if that's the case for you then it, it would just take longer and you you only you know you're on your own journey with that but meditating is literally your opportunity to just slow down catch your breath and tap into the present moment and literally nothing bad can happen from it if you've read the celestine prophecy like that's literally how humans get their like power essentially like your energetic field when you meditate throughout the whole book the main character the way that he survives all of the adventures that he's going on is literally by walking away for five minutes sitting next to a tree and meditating and he focuses on the feeling of unconditional love and his frequency raises so much he his whole energetic field is brighter and stronger and the people that can see his field immediately when when they know that he needs to like go meditate they're like you look a little drained you should go meditate mm-hmm. now and he goes and does it and they he comes back and they're like oh my god you look so bright and powerful and sometimes i just use that as my reminder to meditate i'm like I want my energetic field to be super strong and bright and amazing. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go spend five minutes chilling out and catching my breath for a minute, tapping back in. Yeah, and I love what you said about the unconditional love because something that I've noticed about these past, um, you know, a few months, maybe a past year that I've spent on my own personal journey is that it's been a lot about personal empowerment And I feel like a lot of my affirmations have been about like desiring confidence, desiring to be empowered and, you know, like personal freedom. And I feel like I've forgotten about the affirmation that I am love and that I am made of unconditional love. And that's something that woman who was holding me while I was crying after the meditation kept saying, she was just saying, you are so much love that you're overflowing and it was so beautiful and that that's what bhakti yoga is all about is about tapping into that love opening up your heart and creating this community of love and i think that that's why i was so attracted to everybody there because they just exude that something we were talking about on the ride home is how we caught ourselves saying trying to before certain sentences or before certain goals that we have around this new journey that we're partaking on and this at least for me this is a realization I had earlier this year as I was like healing from a lot of different things and releasing I noticed that any time that I was going through those moments of healing and those phases of like deep feeling 
I would talk about it to my friends or to Raleigh and venting and be like, I'm trying to let go. I'm just trying to move forward positively. I'm trying, blah, blah, blah. And I realized that every time that I said the word trying, it was me controlling the situation or me gripping onto the situation instead of fully letting it go. So something we kind of talked about was like just being aware of whenever you just naturally say like, okay, well, I'm trying to focus on embodying love. I'm just really trying to do that. If you take away the trying, it seems like less of a battle to where you're like, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do this. I'm letting go of this. Like it's less of like this effort. And when you open it up to just say like, I'm embodying unconditional love. I'm moving into that level of embodiment. I am love. And you take the trying out, it kind of removes this like effort. And for me, at least like an obstacle kind of Mm -hmm. to where it was like, I no longer have to try because I am. And I may not feel that 24 seven, but the more that I affirmed it and the more that I believed it and truly like allowed that to take over my energy and like, I don't know how, like, I allowed it to, like, shift my perspective of moving from affirming it and claiming it, like, I am this, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying this, I'm trying to manifest, blah, 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 instead just letting go of that obstacle, I am manifesting this, I am love, I am all of the affirmations, I embody all of them, rather than when you say try, it's kind of like, it's like a lack, it's like how when you manifest and you say, like, I want a new car. I want all this money. You'd believe that you do not have it. So like saying, I want to feel loved. I want to be loved. I want to be smarter. I want to be happier. It's like you, when you say want, it aligns with the frequency of lack. But when you remove that and you just say like, I am financially stable. I am abundant. I am loving. I am smart and happy and kind. You begin to move into that sort of embodiment of those affirmations rather than this distant dream that you desire because you know you already have it or that you already are it or that that energy is readily available for you to tap into at any moment. I think that the phrase of adding trying to also has to do with this fear controlling like we were saying but it's controlling this thing because you don't think that you really deserve that fully um when you you can say I'm trying to be happy but if you say I am happy it sounds like this insane lie in your head and you're thinking I can't say that because I'm not that and I don't deserve that but I think also just the deserving thing can be so subconscious like Maybe you don't even realize that you subconsciously do not believe that you are worthy. And that in itself is a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. But if you are maybe hearing that and you're like, well, I think I do deserve to be happy. You know you deserve to be happy, but that doesn't mean that you still... You feel it. Or that you don't have like blockages holding you Mm -hmm. back from any time that true, divine, incredible like happiness walks up to you. 
do you accept it or do you push it away because you don't deserve you you think you don't deserve it at least that was something I experienced absolutely same and and there was a time in my life where I was very very unhappy and I honestly at my core didn't believe that I deserved any of the things that I was affirming and I would I said trying to 70 billion times that year Mm -hmm. because I just really didn't think that I deserved it and now we're at this time where I do still find myself trying to control a lot of things but I really think that it's going to change with this journey of bhakti yoga that we're going to embark on that there is no control and that this community is there to do it all together and figure it all out together so it's not just something you as an individual have to figure out and there's no pressure for you as an individual to solve it Mm -hmm. and I want to say like to those of you that are listening to this and you're like well I don't have a bhakti yoga community to feel this way about you are so divinely supported one and two I just want to reiterate like not even to shameless like self-plug but goddess inc really is that community for you if you don't feel like you physically have those people the online community is so there for you and we're only expanding and growing and anchoring that in more in 2021 so if you're listening to this and you're like that sounds amazing kendall and raleigh good for you guys but i don't have that know that one day you will Your tribe is just like assembling. You guys are on your individual journeys and you will find each other soon. It's all in divine timing and that there is always a virtual community available to you through Goddess Inc. I don't want you guys to ever feel like you're alone or listen to this and be like, cool, good for you. (laughs) Good for you guys. You found that. That's awesome. I don't have it. You do have it with Goddess Inc. We're always there for you. Yeah, that's a great point. And... If you are affirming a tribe to come to you, your tribe, keep affirming it and keep believing. For so many years, I have been affirming friendships and relationships, and this year, I've started to see that unravel. Um, An affirmation that helped me with that, even though like maybe all of these conversations didn't turn into super deep soul tribe, soul family type friendships, Um, I still affirm every day that the conversations that I have are at a soul level. I'm having insightful, deep, beautiful, empowering, enlightening conversations with everyone that I meet and that I'm impacting them or they're impacting me, vice versa. Um, And just having that focus on like every conversation I have is a soul level conversation really opens you up and allows you to dive deeper into every conversation and I noticed that people were coming to me talking to me about things that I actually wanted to talk about because I know that sometimes when you're on the journey and you feel like your friends aren't on the same wave or you just don't know anyone that's on the same wave you can feel so like disappointed in humanity and you can think about people and just be like literally no one gets what I'm talking about everyone here sucks no one wants to talk about the things that I want to talk about Um, start affirming it and see what happens because at least for me it would be random ass people that were coming up to me and having these conversations and some of them stuck around and I ended up being friends with them but sometimes it's just a conversation and I think that those type of conversations would kind of give me hope to keep moving forward and know that my manifestations are working and coming through and that there are 
people and my soul family is aligning slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. And that can be so fulfilling just to have random conversations every day with different people that fill you up. Because a lot of times I found myself not having that affirmation and having the affirmation for the people. And that can give you a period of loneliness. And I think that that's a really smart affirmation to have alongside. Thank you. So after this weekend, Kendall and I kind of decided that we both had a really incredible time and that we wanted to sign up for the training and we did and we're gonna embark on this together and I think it'll be really cool for like listeners of Raleigh's podcast to not necessarily know like what's going on in the yoga teacher training and whatever but to maybe as an outsider just hear how like Raleigh's ideas or thoughts or perspectives shift and change on an array of topics and everything that she does um, through the podcast while she's on this journey I think will be really cool yeah I think I really started this at a at a pivotal time in my life and I it's always really meant to excited. be like that it's always it, divine it is um something that we were actually looking at on the drive home is uh, I think maybe in my intro and in some episode I mentioned that I have felt this incredible manifestation and moving forward energy but I just haven't felt it in the way that I have in the past of like specific specific physical things or people that I want to attract into my life it's been different and it's been broader and it's been deeper and this weekend I was really able to figure out that my goal of continuing to put in the work and continuing to grow in 2021 is going to be skyrocketed these first five months with this teacher training and that that came to me this weekend in one of the final weekends of 2020 and on the winter solstice and all of that kind of stuff where you're clearing out and setting solid foundations for um moving forward into the next year so yeah it's always divine it's always exactly how it's meant to be and I hope that all of you are utilizing this time to really create the beautiful spaces in your life to anchor in everything that you deserve in 2021 Mm -hmm. at the end of the retreat one of the people asked us do you feel like you know your sister better or you're closer to your sister now And it was a funny question because Kendall and I have always just kind of shared a mind and been able to talk to each other about anything and everything. But I really do believe that we are beginning to open our hearts in a different way and will witness one another really as individuals in a unique light. Mm -hmm. That's what we were talking about on the way home is like detaching from... Raleigh is my sister and as a sister I see her like this this and this and we have as a younger sister as well yeah and we have different duties to each other or different like we just know things because we've grown up together and whatnot you know just having a totally different perspective of Raleigh than like anyone else in the world does like people who have her just as a friend see her differently people who have her as a Pilates teacher see her really differently so 
um I think it's really interesting to be able to be like a sister a friend and now like someone on just on the spiritual path and like the same training and journey that we're on is going to be like really interesting and probably really vulnerable (laughs) (laughs) to just like see each other as like pure individuals um I don't know I'm excited and intrigued and to see what will happen me too I'm very excited and oh and also um that it's going to allow us to break these expectations even more that we hold upon each other and do you feel like I hold expectations to you well I think that we expect certain things of each other's characters maybe and how we respond in situations and in groups Mm. and that might be very subconscious but I think that it's just that we've been in certain situations with each other however Mm -hmm. many times that we can expect how the other will respond and react true that's true so I really I really am excited as well I have my oracle deck with me and I wanted to pull a card for anyone listening and just for this next chapter of all of Real Talks with Roz fans, listeners, sisters, brothers, <laughs> aliens, enlightened beings. I pulled three of these cards this morning and they were so insanely fitting with how I've been feeling. This deck this deck is next level and I t- if you listen to my podcast with KT Faithful um who if you don't listen to going with it or going for it with katie faithful you definitely should i think i've shouted that out in every episode because i have some (laughs) kind of reference (laughs) it's a good podcast and i was also on her podcast and i used this oracle deck to pull a card because she does an energy card of the week so oh oh the bhakti card came out that's so funny oh that's amazing and saraswati and durga the two um goddesses that I've actually been thinking about this weekend Saraswati is like the goddess of creativity and she's that ecstatic moment when you're just very deep in flow and you just are totally embodying joy love creativity you're just channeling and then Durga is the goddess of strength and she's who you can call upon when you need that fierceness and that protection um so that's really beautiful that we got all three of these and Just for you guys as listeners, my message for you with these cards would be open yourself up to love, devote yourself deeper onto the path of learning more about yourself and expanding your horizons and embracing the limitless potential that you are. Fall into the flow and creativity that you may feel like called to explore at this time and like start different projects. Get, I don't know, get, get... A new idea of how you can channel your energy is how what I'm trying to say is like you may have new ideas or projects that you want to embark on and I highly recommend you to do that and in these moments of releasing and moving into embodiment call upon goddess Durga whenever you feel weak or you feel like confused or lost know that you're not alone and that you have been faced with this challenge and moment because you're strong enough so yes there you go (laughs) and on that note Thank you all for listening. I hope that you gained some knowledge, some wisdom, some insight. I hope that you feel inspired and energized to take on the rest of your day or your night. 
This is a reminder that you are enough, you are deserving, and you are always aligning with your truest self every day that you put in the work. So if you don't already, follow Kendall at K-E-N-D-5-E-L-L or at Goddess Inc. Movement to meet your spiritual online community mm-hmm. and follow me at raleigh hutchison with a shared h if you guys are interested in the mindful servant institute you can look up food for lives athens and atlanta on instagram too and raleigh will include a link to the mindful servant institute um, website in this description the instagrams of food for lives the four is the number four Thank you for having me, Raleigh. <laughs> Thank you for coming. This is not your last time on uh, the show. Yay. DM me, text me, let me know what you all thought. Goodbye. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful day, a beautiful winter solstice, and a wonderful rest of 2020. All right, peace out. Bye.